0: Mango Mustache Media
1: Welcome to another episode of One Word Stories, my friend. I'm Alex Schulte, and this is the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Media Group. LLC, right here in beautiful Czech Village. Yes, that's right. Come check us out. Come see our new space. It's crazy. The doors are locked, so maybe send me an email first. But I'd love to show it to you. If you want to support this show and other shows like it, please consider subscribing to LAS Plus. Go to lasmediagroup.com slash plus to get started. You're going to get all sorts of bonus stuff, bonus content, exclusive content, merch, uh, ad free episodes. Supporting local in a way that's never been possible for discounts at local restaurants and local shops, and that rash will go, I don't, I say that too much, and, um, help me out Craig, and,
0: and, your hair will come back.
1: Your hair will come back. All that hair that you keep losing on your back, it's coming. It's coming and back. And it won't stop. That hair shirt you've always wanted, you can have it.
0: Your grandmammy can make
1: that right up for you. Just uh, subscribe to LAS+. Plus, Yo, so I do have a, a special guest on the show today, and I'm, I'm not going to tell you who it is.
0: <laughs> it's going to be a secret the whole time. It's a surprise.
1: <laughs> so I I, I don't want to talk to myself too much here, okay? So I guess I Oh, understand.
0: actually, no, I would love it. I, I'll sit here, and you just keep going.
1: I okay, fine, I will. Yeah. I ran out of things to talk about already. My guest today <laughs> is the artistic director here at LAS, um, one of my closest friends. We've met, only, only known each other for a bit over a year now. It's, which is it's only been like a hot minute. Crazy to me, but um, one of my favorite people, and oh. he's such a good graphic designer. He's a great friend. He, he's an okay photographer. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on that one. <laughs> and uh, host of Gaming <laughs> Through the Generations, host of Creating Crap with Craig, my guest today is Craig Johnson. It's Craig Craig Johnson. Johnson. Craig Johnson. Hey Craig. Hey Alex. Um welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on here, Bud. Dude, uh th- so so full transparency as we always do. This past Sunday was Mother's Day, so we didn't record an episode. So I was this is the Tuesday before this episode comes out. This episode drops in the morning, and I was like, Ah, who do I know that could (laughs) just like pop in a day of? And you are the perfect person. It's me, baby. I've been meaning to get you on the show for a while. It just hasn't happened for whatever reason. You
0: asked Forrest
1: before you asked me. Not on purpose. <laughs> for the record. It was I think it was just one of those things like he was in front of me.
0: <laughs> and you were like, hey, do you wanna? Forrest <laughs> hasn't been on
1: the show for the record. He's never been on any okay. of my shows either. So. so so I may I may have asked him first, but I had you on the show first. That's true. And Forrest, that's what really counts. Forrest is the production director here at LAS. He takes our photos. He's our videographer, photographer. He's very good at it. He's very, very good. He has long Much beautiful blonde than me. hair. He's got a oh, great so mustache. Good. He
0: is always on the precipice of just cutting it all off, though. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, lately he's just like, dude, every day I get closer. Every day I get a little bit closer. It and must, I'm like, no,
1: hold on, It please. must be a lot to maintain.
0: It, it It is, dude. Oh, my God. Like, I'm starting to grow my hair out a little bit, and I'm remembering back to, like, in high school when I had my hair, like, longer. And I'm like, oh, God, no. This no. takes way longer.
1: No. It's, it is longer and it takes longer. It's longer and no it takes you. longer. So today, uh, everybody would probably think we're talking about graphic design Correct. or art. Well, fun or, and happiness. Or loved. video games because you're a big gamer. You know, true. You, you win um, Super Smash Bros. tournaments all over the state, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. For the record, everyone, <laughs> this is very true. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about something a little bit more surreal, something that
0: something surreal. Most people don't associate with me at all,
1: right? And only a few people associate with me, but and those are the people who are closest to me. But I right. think it's something that I've done a lot of work on this past year that I'm really proud about. And I would love to hear how this, um, how this affects you. Oh, yeah. So, so I wanna, I wanna, I wanna introduce today's word. We're gonna have hit him with the sting, okay. Alex. So, so let, let's let's get some help.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by the word
1: Anger. Anger! Woo! God,
0: I love the stings on your show.
1: Thanks, dude. They're I really great. like them too. That one especially. I we're like... starting to add more
0: to games of the generations, and I'm like, yeah. It, it adds a lot of
1: flavor and personality. It's
0: fun. Yeah. People yeah. love that stuff. Kind of
1: uh, it's good for the listener too. It's like, hey, now we're introducing this thing. We're and then they're like, it. Oh, oh. I was I was picking up the kids from school and, and I kind of forgot I was listening to the show, and then you hear that sting and you're like, oh yeah. <sighs> I I step it we're talking about anger because anger is something that's affected you and affected me both yes throughout our lives yes and uh, it
0: runs very prevalently through my pre- prevalently but, i don't think that's but, a word predominantly but,
1: pre-do- pre- it is very to. it is
0: very prevalent <laughs> in my family got it but uh yeah anger so, it's so a
1: toughie let's um before we jump into the word before we jump into everything else who is craig johnson
0: I ask myself that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure every guest says that. They're like, oh, I don't know. I don't, uh, you tell me. You,
1: oh my God. No, but like if I, I need the elevator pitch. Um, I mean, I, I, can, I know who you are from my perspective, but who do you think you are in 2022?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh, in twenty twenty two, I'm very sad. Um, but uh, in general, I would say <laughs> 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 I was drinking water. Otherwise, I would have laughed. It's just like, <laughs> no, I caught you red as you were drinking. I'm like, this is perfect. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, in general, I'd say I am somebody. Wait, who... are you actually
1: sad in twenty twenty two Are we are we brushing over that?
0: It has been a very very rough start of the year, bud. Yeah. Uh, I what? mean, like, uh, I didn't know that. My, well, oh, actually, <laughs> yeah, no, did. I, did. I <laughs> yeah. totally did. Yeah, no, my mom has cancer, so that has been yeah. rough, yeah. very, very rough. She's getting much better now, uh, and every day she gets a little bit better. But uh, I, I will, uh, I will say this: how, uh, how, how much, how much can I, how much can I swear on this show, Alex? You can fucking swear, dude. I, uh, the end of twenty twenty one and the beginning of twenty twenty two can go fuck itself. Yeah, Uh it a terrible, terrible time in my life. Yeah, but outside of that. Let's, let's look at the little egg that is me. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'd say I'm somebody who's generally, like, fairly happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, I love playing games. I love going on hikes. I love longboarding. It's always fun. It's, it's mm. getting warm out, though. It's a little too warm this week. I can start mm-hmm. doing that again. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Warm weather makes me happy. Me mm-hmm. too. And I, like... God it makes such a difference. I love I love it. It really does. I love it when yeah, it's like I,
1: so I would say when you walk into a room you're you're a pretty bright light. I'm, I'm wearing a bright shirt right now. <laughs> you are wearing a bright shirt. But figuratively, you are a, a bright light of a human. You bring positivity to the room whenever you enter.
0: I always try to make people happy. I always try to make people laugh because that who is who my dad was. My dad is probably the most sociable person I've ever met. He's the kind of guy that knows like everybody. He is amazing. Mm. And I, I I super look up to him. He's a great guy. And we share a lot of similarities. Really? Including our anger. <laughs> including anger. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, my dad and I share uh, shared some anger issues as well, you know, but uh, he worked on it quite a bit and he's a much better man than, than he was, particularly when, not, when he was raising me. Same and, with my dad. And I'm a much better person within the last year than I've ever been in my life, I think. And I've been going through some huge changes. Some of those I don't think I'm totally ready to um, say on this show right. quite yet. I, I've been going through some really, really big changes in my life as of late. But um but I've been putting in work. Yeah you have. Been going to therapy, been getting the medications stuff and that I need
0: to do. I keep books. I keep telling myself that I need to go to therapy and I just keep putting it off. It's I,
1: so easy
0: to I always it's come so up accessible. with some some other excuse or another and I just don't yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: So um um how does how do you think anger encapsulates craig
0: so i have always bottled up my feelings ever since i was a kid um i it's i i don't know i i probably i get a lot of it from my dad and i think my mom as well um just always bottle it up put on a happy face and keep going uh and anger doesn't do too well with being bottled up A lot of the times it comes back and it blows up in your face. I don't think anything does well being bottled up besides beer and and soda. Jam. Yeah, well, that, jarred up. That, that's true, jarred up. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I I actually see, look. I'm so I have mason jars for my feelings. So I actually <laughs> I jar them up. Actually, uh,
1: you know, and <laughs> you know you see what we're doing right now. Like we're both like just treading around to this topic of anger. Oh yeah, we're both using comedy <laughs> to not talk about it.
0: I always I I and again I I get it right from my dad. He does the same thing. He uses comedy to dance around like heavier subjects and to break the tension because. You know just ever since i was a kid having tension in the room is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and we always try to break it and with something and me and my brothers all do it Mm -hmm. i mean you've met shane multiple times he does the same thing uh and
1: I mean, he's just a, a laughing guy. He, oh, yeah. He's, he's a little goofster.
0: Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's just a 10 year old version of me.
1: Um, 10 year older. A
0: 10 year older version, version of me. You. He's yes. not a 10 year old. No, he is not. He is, he is uh, a decade older than I am.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so when at what point in your life did you feel like you first noticed that anger was uh, an issue?
0: When I was oh, a freshman? No. Yeah. I think it was a freshman in high school. I is a freshman or sophomore. And we were filming this uh, short film at a buddy's. It was for a contest speech. And it was snowing and my car got stuck. And I was trying to leave because I had to get to work. And I was worried that I was going to not get to work on time. The shoot went okay. And I get outside, and I'm, like, running to the car because I'm, like, I got to get home. I got to change. And the car is stuck. And I, like, I just started hitting, like, beating up the car. I started kicking, like, the tires. I I ran. <laughs> My, <laughs> they st- they still make fun of it because I, I I burst through the door, and I said, and I quote, my car is stuck in the fucking driveway. So if any one of you would please like to help me out, that would be really fucking appreciated right now. (laughs) And they're like, that was the most Canadian anger I've ever seen. Cause like you were genuinely asking for help and like asking please and thank you. And you are Canadian (laughs) for for those that don't know. Yes. And uh, so like they, they came out and they helped me and stuff. My dad came, picked me up and that was like, I was always a quiet kid. Growing up like I was always like super funny And stuff but like when I was a baby I never cried I never really screamed or anything And my mom was like I think That might have legitimately been the first Time I've ever seen you like That upset In my life and I was like can wow, you think damn. of
1: like A thing that happened though to To like get you to that point Because for me I definitely know the Year and the reason that my anger Started and like this defense mechanism Be like I learned it um, But and I can get into that in a second but but do you think that there was like a time where it's like okay I should be angry now this I am I have this this is my defense mechanism
0: I it's just for me it's always like little stuff will just keep building and building and building and then it will be like the smallest thing that will just make me explode and it had I I'm guessing it had just over you know like Sixteen years it had been building up and building up, and uh, then like it exploded onto my poor car. Uh, (laughs) But there's, I've always just been quick to anger, and but I always immediately bottle it up until there's something that just makes me go ballistic. Uh, And it's never—I want to preface this—it's never on somebody. I've okay, I can't say that I've never hit. Anybody, there is there's only been one instance in my life where I've genuinely taken like my short temper and a burst of anger out on somebody and I still deeply regret that to this day mm. I almost made a kid lose an eye uh and that you what know, happened he we were in 6th grade and he just would not stop talking and i kept telling him i was like dude shut up and he was just talking nonsense like oh like it, and it, it wasn't you know it wasn't something where like he like he was just doing it to be a uh, like you know he, he was he was we do a little trolling he was doing that mm. <laughs> like like he was just kind of being a jerk being an ass and uh, like he was like oh why oh, oh, oh. that kind of thing and i grabbed my pencil and i like jabbed right at his face with it and it hit him right like right above the eye below the eyebrow so in that little eye in your in your eye socket pretty much yeah uh and it almost took out his eye like i i slammed it out like i just like pow like that what, really quick what happened then he i don't he, i don't think he really even realized what happened at first he just kind of went like, he was kind of laughing still, because, like, you know, he was, l- like, laughing beforehand, and, like, he was just like, ow, ow, ah, and then, like, like and then he, like, started tearing up and stuff, um, and then uh, he, like, stood up, and, like, the teacher was like, oh, my God, go to the nurse, uh, and he was like, yeah, and then he, like, walked off, and was like he was, like, starting to tear up and stuff, and I was sitting there, like, in total shock, because I was like... I shouldn't have done that. I, I don't know why I did that. I should not have done that. Because you, you were not in control. I, yeah, it was just like, it happened like, boom. It was done. It happened. <clears throat> and uh, my teacher, <laughs> I don't know how I did not get in trouble for this at all. Me neither. He, he looked at me and he was like, what happened? Uh, I was like, I don't, I don't know. He was like being annoying. And I tried to hit him with like, like the eraser of my pencil. Not true. Uh, but I, I told him that I was just you right. know, using the eraser. Uh, and, uh, he was like, dude, you, you, he's like, that could have been way worse. Like, don't, don't do that. Like even he was like kind of stunned. Uh, and that was it. He didn't say anything else after that. Like, you know, uh, the kid came back. Yeah, you know, he had an ice pack and stuff. Uh, there was no lead broken off, uh, so that was good. Um, but uh, yeah,
1: did he pick on you anymore?
0: No, he did not. <laughs> he he barely talks to me at all from then on. Yeah.
1: See, and I think that's probably a moment where it got instilled into you. Like if I get if I lose my temper really bad, that kind of fixes the problem. Well, and it was, and that was well, and but
0: what it really was is, oh my god. I accidentally hurt like I hurt someone and I didn't want to and I felt terrible about it and I still feel terrible about it. And I have since then I have never ever taken my anger out on any person ever inanimate objects. Yes, absolutely. I've punched stuff. I've kicked stuff. I mean this. This little this little ditty on my forehead. This is not a pimple. Uh, this was uh, I hit myself a lot when I'm angry. Mm. Uh, I literally slammed my head into the desk. Uh, mm. My desk has really sharp corners, uh, or like it has really sharp edges. Uh, so that really hurt. <laughs> um, what but, what, uh, what
1: happened to make you want to do that? It was a game. It was literally just a, I a was, game. I was playing a
0: game, and like I I uh, I was just uh, I was Rivals of Ether. Love that game, but. I was losing over and over and over again. And I'm like, God, I was like, I just want to win one. And then it was this last game where this guy was like, he he was, he was winning and he was like taunting every time, like teabagging and stuff. And then that's when I was like, fuck. And I just like, pow. Right.
1: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. So, man, very relatable. For the record, I have I have self harmed in anger. I have um, hurt others in anger. I think the the main person that I physically hurt in my life through anger is my brother David, who's the middle brother. Mm. And for those that don't know, you know, I've, I've said this a few times on the show, but we I haven't spoken to David in three years now, right? Um, because of a filter, physical altercation that we got into three years ago. It was the week after my dad got married, but but that was a time when anger for me, I had, I, anger would happen and then I would lose control and and once you're out of control and you're, you know, once anger has control of your body, I mean, it's a, it's a really dangerous thing for you and everybody around you. Oh, yeah. Um, um, sometimes when I would get really angry, I would start slapping myself in the face really, really hard Done until that. someone would stop me. Um. But, and I, and through therapy, honestly, I figured out that that was my really unhealthy way of me being like, help me, give me attention. I need attention. Give me, help me right now. Right. So that's not something I've done in a really long time. Um, I think about it's been about a year since I've had a blow up. Mm. Uh, I think I've told this story on the show. God, that we've rec- recorded so many episodes. That, this like,
0: happens in podcasts, man. You know,
1: like, I I don't know if I've said this you yet. You
0: can't remember what you've said and so, what you haven't. and I don't want to like <laughs> tell the
1: whole story again just in case I did. Right. But just to go over it again, I guess, um about a year ago, June of 2021, I was out with some friends. We were we were at a bar and and I won't mention what bar to cuz I don't want to bring any light to that bar in, in the in like a bad Situation. It's a place I love for the record. And anyway, um, this guy came up and he called my friend, this girl, a cunt. And that really pissed me off. And I was not only did I have anger issues, but I also had and still have drinking problems. Not that I'm an alcoholic and I need a drink all the time, but it's hard for me to stop drinking once I start.
0: Right. You're like once once you get going, like you're going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is really fun, but it also can get <laughs> me into a lot of trouble. So um so yeah the guy came up he called my he called my friend a cunt and and I, I was like, fuck you dude. You can't you can't talk to her like that. Excuse me. And um we were exchanging words and and the whole thing is pretty blurry to me, but I eventually said, do you want to take this outside? Like, who the fuck says that Right. besides I mean, you're and like in movies? You yeah, and, and like, want to take this outside? Drunk out. Let's drink this outside. Yeah, I, I literally said, Ugh. do you want to take this out? Like, what an idiot. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. So he goes out to the parking lot, and I go to my friend, unnamed friend in this. I'm not going to name anybody. I probably have named him in the past, but today I'm deciding not to. And, and I was like, hey, man, uh, I just asked this guy to fight me, and I don't want to fight him, and I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> and so the guy comes back in, and he starts yelling obscenities at me and calling me names and, and commenting on my physical appearance. So then I start calling him names and commenting on his physical appearance, and then he flips a table at me. The table hits me in the shin, and my shin hurt for about a month after that. And, uh, um, and then we charge at each other, and, I, was, and I, I remember seeing myself knocking him out in my head. Like, I, had to, I, had, I, I was like, let's go.
0: You're like, I got this.
1: But um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, a female friend of mine, stepped in and tried to stop us and tried pushing us. I pushed her out of the way. I don't remember pushing her out of the way. Right. But and that's one thing that I, that I will always regret is that, like, I put hands on her when she was trying to stop something. So I yeah. pushed her out of the way. And then she didn't talk to me for a couple months, which was very understandable. Right. And um, And then the whole bar swarmed me. And they didn't swarm this guy. Because I was being the loud one and people there knew who I was. So even though this guy was the aggressor, um, I was the one that people saw being aggressive. And it was so, it was mortifying. So they all surround around me. Eventually, the bartenders come over and they're like, You have to leave or else we're going to call the police. And I'm just tunnel vision on this one guy and I'm not hearing them until eventually my, my friend, who I went to, I was like, Hey, man, this is going to happen. He actually came up behind me. And put his arms around me and picked me up off the ground and carried me out. And which was what needed to happen because I didn't have control over myself. Yeah. So I was glad that he took control over me. Right. Yeah. And that was the day that I was like, okay, I need to do something about this. This can never happen again. I am at this point uh, 29, 30, 30 years old at this point. You know, I just turned 30 at this point. It's like, I am 30 now, and I am throwing fits in public places. You're having
0: bar fights at 30. You know, yeah. I just,
1: I can't be that guy. And also, I'm trying to establish, like, a brand of positivity, and I want to spread positivity. And and I'm trying to be um, somewhat of a public figure here, at least locally, you know, with hosting the Rough Riders games and, and doing this network and whatever. But I I really need to check myself. So... I started going to therapy. I went to the free clinic because I've I've not had health insurance since I got laid off from the radio station back mm. in 2020. Um, so I went to the free clinic. I got medicated for depression, anxiety, um, high heart rate, <laughs> and that's it. And um, but three big things. And then ever since then, I've I, I've been reading books about anger. And there's this one book that I love that I'm going to talk about in the second half and I, I've got some points that I would love to bring up on how I cope with my anger now and why I haven't had a breakout a, a, a freak out yeah. in, in over a year now because it it these, these tools that I've learned have changed my life and the self-reflection I've done has changed my life and it's changed the relationships around me it's changed how I view what I want in life and it has it's it's been um I don't know. I just I feel like every day I have a new epiphany, and and it's and it's a good kind. So, first off, I recommend to everybody go to therapy.
0: Yeah, freaking my dad is is gonna start going to therapy for that stuff, and I'm like he's beating me to it. You really should. Okay? <laughs> I know. I, and, and, yeah, it's
1: and there's no shame in taking medication either. No, not at all. Um, but I am going to interrupt our conversation with something kind of silly. Oh goodness! <laughs> but what, we're gonna we're gonna play a game, and then when we come back from the break, I want to talk about I want to talk about tools we can use to to um, work with our anger because anger is a natural human emotion. There's no shame in getting angry or being sad. That is a very natural reaction. If somebody punches you in the face. It would be weird if you didn't get angry. Right. Right. But it's what you do with that anger that um, is the important thing. So I want to talk about that when we come back. Right. But before we do that, I would like to play a little game with you, Craig, Mm, called- Let us play your game. Let us play this game Mm, called True Love and Two Lies, (gasps) brought to you by Ginsberg Jewelers. Whoa. Yes. It is time to play my favorite game. I'm going to give you three proposal stories. Okay, Two of them are false. One Uh is true. You have to guess the real one after hearing all three stories. And if you can get them right, I will give you a firm handshake.
0: You don't want to give me a little, little kiss on the
1: cheek. I want to give you a little kiss on the mouth. Little kiss on the mouth. Okay, you're gonna open your mouth and I'm gonna keep my mouth closed. I'm just gonna kiss you right in it. It's gonna be real weird. And then I'm gonna to propose to you after going to Ginsburg Jewelers to get that ring. So, uh, if you uh, or if you want to propose, if you want to buy yourself some swag, if you want to do whatever, get some jewelry for someone you love. Just let them know that hey, it's Wednesday. Hump day, get some jewelry. <laughs> yep, yep, tell them that. Um, go to Go to Ginsburg Jewelers. They're right across the street from Lindale Mall on First Avenue, right next to the Fountain. They're They're right next to Red Robin, the restaurant. They share a parking lot with Poncheros right there. Go and talk to Steve and the team. They're gonna take such good care of you. Let them know that I sent you. They're gonna give you 10% off on your order. 10% Woo! off, spend a million dollars. You just saved 100K. Off. What the hell? That is nuts. But seriously, I mean, if, if, you, buy, if you buy a $1,000 ring, that's $100 That's, off. A, that's a nice that's, chunk of change, that's people. That's a really good chunk of change. That so, stuff adds up. So go let them know that we sent you. Let them help you tell your story through jewelry. So, Craig, I have three stories. Are you ready to hear mm, them? Regale me with your stories. Regale, regale me with your stories. Story number one. So my boyfriend and I always loved going to the Renaissance Fair. Our favorite thing was to get a big turkey leg and then go to the jousting that happened after the meal. One day, we were actually doing that, and my boyfriend disappeared for a while. He said he had to go to the bathroom, and he does disappear for quite some time when going to the bathroom, so I didn't think it was anything out of the ordinary. Well, a knight walks up to me on a horse, rolls right up to in front of where I am. He takes his helmet off, and yes, you guessed it. It's my boyfriend. He hops off of it and in white knight fashion says, "Milady, will you do me the honor of making me your husband? He got down on a knee, proposed. I said yes, and we have three little Renaissance babies on now (laughs) at home. We've been happily ever after. Happily happy ever since. I, I did I did that off the top of my head. I do know the stories, but that's why I fuck, that's why I fucked it up there at the end, okay? For the record. For the record. That's story number those, one. Those horses are big,
0: by the way. They're huge. They're huge. They are huge. So that's impressive already.
1: Well he had to have probably ridden a a horse before this.
0: I would really hope so, because those I mean those horses are very well trained, but they are they're daunting.
1: They are daunting. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You, I've only been to one Renaissance Fair in my life, and it was awesome.
0: I've been to many. I enjoy them. Many? Oh, that's so awesome. Uh, you just go at least once a year. Yeah. Damn, I need to do
1: that. Oh, they're so fun. Which one do you go to?
0: I usually just go to one that's like by Ames.
1: Okay. I only went to one in Minnesota. Ooh, yeah. It was pretty cool. There you go. I want a big turkey leg again. I actually don't like them. What? I tried. I thought I would. I th- <laughs> wanted to. I wanted to so badly. Do you remember? It's just kind of dry. At, at, at the uh, Iowa Hawkeye football games, there's always a guy standing outside. I, I, I'm not sure if he's retired yet, but he'd, he'd always be sitting on the side, and he just goes, Big ass turkey
0: leg. Never been to a football game in my life. What? Never been. Only hockey games. Oh, yeah, and I've been to a Chicago Cubs game.
1: You don't have to be a football fan Where to I'm enjoy... Where I met Stephen King. Stephen King, the author?
0: Yes. Went to a Chicago Cubs game, and Or is there Stephen another King. Stephen
1: King who just like... Yeah, the
0: other Stephen King. Works at Quickie Mart. His name was Stephen King.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I
0: know. It's a nutty thing. I love it. That's weird.
1: <laughs> okay, well, story... Number two. So my husband, well, boyfriend at the time and me, love the rodeo. We went down to the rodeo here at the, well, it's called the powerhouse now, but when we were there, it was called the uh, U.S. Cellular Center. So we were there in 2002 to see the rodeo, and... It was rowdy, like you'd expect. We had our earplugs because afterwards there was also going to be a concert um, from Keith Urban. We could not believe the luck we had. We were seeing all of our favorite things in one place. Well, the Jumbotron comes on for the Kiss Cam and it pans to all these different couples. And I've always actually wanted to be on the Kiss Cam because I think it's super fun. But it pans to us, I freak out and I turned to my husband to kiss him, and he's already on his knee with a ring. He proposed. I said yes. We got divorced yesterday. Just kidding. We've been happy ever since. ba That's story number two.
0: Oh. That's all I have to say about that story. I don't oh. have any cool facts or cool cool little uh, tips You ever been to the rodeo? To there. Uh, no, but I love Orville Peck, and he has a song, Queen of the Rodeo. So oh. does, does that count? uh no God
1: damn it, it doesn't well, count i, go I wrote no. two stories of horses i i rode a horse at the rodeo uh when i was five i rode horses for eight years what yeah
0: i i rode horses uh from the yeah ages eight to 16
1: how like like in, like, you at did, a, like at tri- a riding academy you did like tricks and like made him jump over stuff
0: no i wasn't i i was not a show horse uh it was a race horse uh, it was more of so. It was a combination of learn how to ride a horse, and uh, we did like trail riding and stuff like that.
1: That's awesome!
0: Oh, it was. Aw- I loved it. I love horses, um, and uh, I love like they're they're one of my favorite animals of all time. It's really
1: weird that two of the stories had to do with horses. I know this is strange. Uh, it's <laughs> kind of it's uh, a little like it's a little strange, Alex. It's kind of like it was uh, meant to be, I guess. I really didn't know that about you before. <laughs> Before nope. making up two of these stories,
0: yeah, most people look at me and they wouldn't go, "Oh yeah, he knows how to ride a horse." Like <laughs> five I don't five, anybody five five, like one fifteen, and they're like, "That guy's ridden a horse." Five,
1: five. I mean, that is like a I, jockey
0: size. That's like a jockey size. I'm 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 right in there. The, horses, like riding horses and like anger, like those two things, people never associate with me. <laughs> But bada bing, bada boom, they're right there. <laughs>
1: Horses, anger, anger graphic, graphic games, design, get, Craig Johnson. <laughs> Craig Johnson. <laughs> All right, story number three. Fake. I'm calling it now. So I wanted to have a surgery to turn myself into a horse. All right, well. <laughs> so I got the surgery. I turned into a horse. But they said, you need another half. Because you have to be the front of the horse or the back, but you need someone else to be the other half of the horse. The song is
0: beautiful. Similar way. to a
1: costume. So I found a person that wanted to be the other half of my horse. It was my neighbor, John. John said, John hey. Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> said, John, you ever want to be one half of a horse? He goes, like, for Halloween? I'm like, no, for real. So... He said, yeah, I did. I, I've always wanted that. It's just like Tusk. And then, oh, yeah, with uh, with uh, uh, What's uh, his name? Justin Long. Yeah. Yeah, where he gets <laughs> turned into a walrus. Yeah. God, that movie looks terrifying. It, I've never seen it.
0: It looks actually terrifying.
1: So we went to St. Luke's Hospital. <laughs> okay. <laughs> where they put all their surgeons together. They to p- turn us into a horse. And then we galloped home, free spirit, into the sunset. Where uh, I asked him not once, nay, nay, "Nay," once, but twice, if he would marry me. And now (laughs) we are married. (laughs) That's story number three.
0: Wow, I thought you were gonna tie it in with like some kind of like Rough Riders thing, but you went with like the oh, cosmic horror kind of thing. I could have,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, story number three is the real one, but um, that's my hint to you. But go ahead and uh, guess <laughs> which. Oh shoot! Which one's the real um,
0: one? The second one is the kind of thing that you see like pop up on Reddit sometimes. There are actually a lot of renaissance fairs not that far away from here. They so happen. That's not totally
1: unbelievable. You know, for the right amount of money, you can... You, can, you do know some nerds. I know lots of nerds. Me, I, myself, am me, one. Me, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you included. Me included. Ugh. But it's not your proposal story. I think that's how Jackson proposed. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I, I have actually... I've used Jackson's proposal story on this show and yours. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool! Yeah, remember I used yours. I, I yeah, I remember you asked me about that. Yeah, yeah you yeah, got married. Yeah. At, you you proposed in Marion in uh yeah, yeah, in front of my little happy train in yeah. that in front of that train and mm-hmm. in the square park. Absolutely. So, story one, two, Ooh. or most likely,
0: or most likely three. Story. Actually, that
1: was a good one.
0: I'm gonna go with
1: uh, one. Going with story number one. Let's find out. Come on. Craig, you were wrong. I made up all three of them. No! This is the first time on One Word Stories. This has never happened before. I made up every single goddamn story this week. None of them were true. I was was like, I don't have one. So I'm just going to make them all up and then see what happens. (laughs) I've lost the trust of everyone. Every single one of them was just made up. I the have, God of Lies. I'm so sorry. Yes, uh, but you know what, dude? Thanks for playing. That was really fun. Yeah, You're a good sport. Yeah. You did lose though, so now I you did, have to.
0: I did lose. You know, uh,
1: you have to put my cat's medication in, and it is under the tail.
0: This felt a little rigged. Uh,
1: it, you know why? Because it was. Because it was super rigged. So this was true love and three lies. Damn it brought to you by Ginsburg Jewelers. Make sure you go check out Steve and the team. Let them know that I sent you for that 10% discount 10%. on your order, okay? Also, let them help you tell your story through jewelry. We've all got a beautiful story to tell, whether it's a one-word story, whether it's a hundred-word story, whether it's a uh, uh, George R.R. R. Martin never finished story. Ginsburg can help you out, okay? They're over on First Avenue across from Windale Mall, right behind that fountain. Share a parking lot with Poncheros Right next to Red Robin Ginsburg Jewelers Stephen the team They're going to take care of you We're going to come back And we're going to keep talking about anger I really want to talk about some tools That we can use And that we use um, I, I know that there are tools I use but, but maybe we can hear something from you as well Craig here Of course um, We'll do it when we come back Okay And then also remember To subscribe to LAS Plus So you can stick around for that Exclusive post show Go get yourself a pendant
0: From Ginsburg on me yeah, so tell him, tell him, tell him Craigie Jason.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then they'll give you ten percent off. Yeah, and by, so buy on him. He means he'll pay for ten percent. I'll pay only for ten percent. Okay, all right, everybody, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the second half of One Word Stories, the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. I'm Alex Schulte, and I am joined by Craig Johnson today. Craig Johnson, baby. Craig Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Yep. That's one of the same.
0: Exactly. No, I have no re- I have no relation to Johnson and Johnson.
1: There's a lot of Johnsons, though. There are many Johnsons. In the wild. Just
0: like many Smiths. There are. Smithson Johnson. Yep. God forbid your name is Smith Johnson.
1: I have a cousin named Will Smith. Literally. His name's Willem. Really? But he, he goes by Willem Smith, but his name is Will Smith.
0: How... <laughs> how's, how's his right hook?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, oh, yeah topical jokes oh, oh man will smith keep my wife's name out, out your yo. fucking mouth yo. so we're talking about anger speaking of anger yeah. speaking of you know will Smith's i know anger, anger right there you i know, mean it's that's an such outburst. a
0: it's such a prevalent thing in like media and so i mean uh, you can even see it on tiktok when people are like uh like oh the the best Acting uh, in all movies, and it's a compilation of just guys being angry about stuff. Yeah, and I'm just like
1: Adam Driver angry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's like I, I don't love that I'm angry. I get really, really angry. But like,
1: it's a it's an emotion that resonates with a lot of people because it it's it's, de- it's definitely something that takes up a lot of space in our brains because we right. don't want it to be there a lot of times. And a lot of our darkest moments happen when we lose control because of mm-hmm. anger. So I think. You know, yeah there, there's a there's a reason it's it's such yeah. a big thing in, in storytelling
0: and there's there's healthy ways to deal with it. I mean, therapy can help a lot. My dad is gonna start going to therapy for it. I mean he used to take like anxiety medication like way back in the day um, and uh, yeah, he's gonna get some therapy and uh, help better himself and that's something that I uh, you've been doing and that I hope to do here soon. So you
1: keep mentioning though you're, you're, you keep mentioning your dad. Yes. So, so I, I, mean, I, we, we, we teased that we're going to talk about the tools that, um, you know, you'll you'll need to do, and we're still definitely going to get to that. But, yes. But can I hear what, what? So here's the thing. What happened?
0: Uh. So. And uh, I, so I was on my phone with my dad uh before this because I was like, hey, just a couple of questions. Like I was like, I'm going to be on one more story. We're going to talk about anger. Is it okay if I like, you know talk about like anger relating to like you and stuff like that and like i also i asked him i was like does anger like run in the family he's like oh my god my dad was people would see my papa uh and like they'd be like oh nicest guy in Perry sound never met a nicer nicest guy. guy in what Perry sound Perry sound ontario ah yeah got it yeah, okay yeah. uh my, my papa was the exact same way as my dad is and the exact same way as me like you would you'd meet him and he would never ever know that he just has really bad anger issues i mean like he he was the same like there would just be little things and my nana did not help with that at all she uh, is a character uh was a character <laughs> um, mm. and like he would have like outbursts. like, like uh, my dad told me he was like yeah you know, oh you know you always like like the walls would shake when uh, when when he'd get angry. Not uh not because he was stomping around because they were terrified of getting punched. Mm. <laughs> not like like he 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 would he'd, he'd put fists through walls, something like that. Like, but he never really took it out on any of them. And my dad was the same way. Like, I mean,
1: so were you afraid of your dad as a kid? Uh, n-
0: eh, never. Honestly, I like we knew that he got mad, and that was like when he got. Really angry, like that was like freaky. But never in my life did was I ever worried that he was going to take that out on me. And he, because ne- like I, I, I had no justification for that because he never did. He always like either you never walked- got hit. Uh, no, I got spanked once in my life. God, I got um, hit. A bunch. Yeah, my dad never hit like any of us. Um, um, he like like one day my I didn't get hit
1: a bunch, but but I definitely got hit. Right. Um- a few times, I,
0: I, yeah, he, he would always either walk away or he would like hit something else. Like my brother, one time, forgot like his protractor at school, and like my dad was like, "What the fuck?" He did left you his the, what? Like the like the protractor, I think is what they're, or not a protractor, uh, a trapper or something like that. Oh, it was this, it, yeah, like a anyway, trapper yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like, like case zip thing. Zip up. Yeah. yeah, those things. Thanks. And And uh, he left it at school, and he had like something to do the next day, and he was being kind of lippy with my dad. My dad punched the door. Punched a hole in the door. It's the first time he actually ever had punched a hole in something. Uh, And he really never did again. Like he would usually like yell at himself and he would like stomp away or like maybe like slam a door or something. Uh, But he never like took it out on us. And he would always, always immediately apologize after. He would go calm down and he would come back and he would always apologize. And it was like, it wasn't like a, I'm sorry. It was like a very sincere apology every time. Right. I love my dad.
1: And that's somebody who, uh, it sounds like that's somebody who really did lose control and is like, God, I really don't like that I do this. Oh, yeah. He 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 would always,
0: like he always felt super bad whenever he would get angry like that. And he'd always apologize for it. And do you like, do that? I, yeah. so Are you the same way? The thing is, is I hardly ever get angry around other people. I always do it when I'm alone. Um. Whenever I, d-
1: I've never seen you angry.
0: Right. You've never seen me angry. Uh. I think Autumn has maybe seen me angry. Like Autumn is Craig's wife.
1: Yes. Sorry.
0: Uh. Autumn has probably only seen me angry like once or twice, maybe. Maybe. I mean, like, yeah, I'll get annoyed when I'm driving and someone's being a bean dip. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> bean dip. <laughs> like I like like. There's a the difference between like being annoyed and me like genuinely like. I yeah, I've never like hit myself or punched something in front of anybody. I always hold that in until I get to the car or to the moment when I'm alone and then I'll just like bam. Uh or like bam on my, my freaking self or something like that. <clears throat> so have
1: you, you've you've broken things though? I I have
0: I have broken something. Like I've broken uh this little uh our ar- our trash can. Uh you like pull the you like pull this whole sliding thing out and it has like the trash can and the recycling bin. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh
1: I was really mad. The fancier the house, the harder it is to find the trash can. Exactly. And uh those are those are th- we're getting fancy here.
0: It's still broken to this day Damn. because I uh I was pissed and I was like putting the trash away and like it like the trash can for whatever reason was like it was it. had like kind of like got itself, uh, jammed on top of the recycling bin, and it wasn't going down, so it wasn't going back into the thing. And I was like shoving it, and just went like pow, and I like slammed it downward, and the whole railing went bring like I came damn, flying up. Damn. All then like the screws and stuff came out of it, yeah. and now the tract is like broken. And I'm like, oh, damn it! I did that. Damn
1: it! Right? I and that's almost the thing is, is you. A lot of times, in anger, you punish yourself. Yeah, like that's a thing. That it's you always now, me that unangry yeah. you has to deal with that now,
0: and now and other
1: people, of course.
0: I, like I've taken out the anger, and now I'm like, wow, I'm a jackass, aren't I? And yeah. now it's like it's like that kind of cycle. where, like, well, now I'm angry at myself. Like now, and like now, I'm getting just getting angry with myself mm-hmm. and not that external thing. And so like that anger just keeps building, and you're like, fuck, ah! mm-hmm. uh, like I've I've almost broken controllers the only thing that has stopped me is because i look at it and i go i can't afford another one mm-hmm. and so i don't <laughs> like yeah. I've, I've i've hit them and i've like i've thrown them down abruptly but i've never like <laughs> you see some people just like shotgun slam them into the ground right i'm like i can't afford to do that but if i could god forbid right. any controller right. near me
1: let's see here uh the worst thing i broke ever while angry was i punched I punched the windshield from the inside of the car and Ooh. cracked it. Damn. Which I feel like took some strength. That's, that's <laughs> some strength. Like, There's I been was, a
0: couple times where I was worried that like, I accidentally, like, broke my steering wheel because I punched so hard. And I heard, like, a kink, and I was like, uh-oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> while <Yeah>. I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, the,
1: but the, the windshield crack, that was a long time ago. I, I definitely punched holes in the wall before. Somehow know.
0: have avoided that. I think maybe I am just too weak to do that. I've punched walls, but I've never punched a hole in a wall.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and I, I think I think my walls were weak.
0: I have a nice sturdy wooden desk that I
1: punched, So. Oh, good, yeah. good. I haven't punched anything in a long time. Um, mine was. <laughs> yeah, when's the last time? Two you punched days something? ago. <laughs> really?
0: Well, it was. Uh, like I said, I slammed my head into the desk. Oh, yeah. that's fresh. Yeah, no, that that's mark fresh. on your head. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, for since this is audio, uh, yeah, there's there's it looks like a pimple. It, like yeah, it looks center like a pimple. Of your
0: yeah, no, that was,
1: yeah, right oh, into the Christ, right into
0: the frickin' desk. I
1: hate that, buddy. I really hate that, dude. I did, too. It hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, okay. Oh, so damn. So while we're here then, I want to talk about some tools that I've found yes. are very helpful. But everybody's different. And I think everybody needs to seek out help. And everybody needs to have hard conversations. And, and the hardest conversation is literally, can you help me? Yeah. I think that's the hardest question anybody can ask.
0: I hate asking for help. I do, too. I hate it. And I, I, too. I again, I like my dad is the same way. He does not like asking other people for help. Like a lot of the time, like he's like, ah, I, I could read
1: because it's kind of like that toxic masculinity that we were raised with. Almost, but, I mean, I'm sure your dad also was was raised in a different time where toxic masculinity was very prevalent. And like for him, uh,
0: I don't need help. It was always like a it was myself al- up. It was always like a oh I don't want to inconvenience anybody. Fuck that. And that's that's how it people always, d- people. Oh want yeah. To it, they're help. like no that's the, that's like that's our job. You're not inconveniencing and, us. And
1: really you have to put yourself in their shoes. Like can you imagine, it, it, like if I came to you Craig and I was like Craig I'm so angry. Can you please help me? I'd be like, absolutely. You I'd be like I need you to yeah. take me to a place. Of course. You would take me in a heartbeat, and you would not be annoyed with me. I'm mean, I would assume be like that's a i cannot you'd be so honored i would be more
0: thankful that you would uh you are seeking help than not doing anything at all
1: yes if anybody came to me and said can you help me with this i would be so honored that they felt comfortable coming to me that i created an environment where they felt comfortable doing that yeah so so eventually um um i i went to the free clinic OK, I, I to get medication and they're like, what's wrong? So I filled a sheet because I couldn't speak because I was so angry and, and depressed and anxiety and anxious. They said, OK, you know, here's some some tips to get to go to therapy um, in therapy. I remember I created that we created a cave together for me. Mm. It was a place I would go when I got too angry and I and I had lost control. I would. Um, um, but the thing about this cave is there was no door. That was the big thing for me. Is I would whenever I would lose my cool too much, I would go in my cave, which had like a little fire in the middle of it. Uh, It was like very primitive, like a caveman cave. Okay, and I'm just like in this thing for real though. But like I'm just in there by myself. There's no door, so no one can get in, and and I don't have to leave. But nobody can find me there, and that was like a safe place. So at the beginning of therapy, I used to use utilize that cave quite often. And that started to help me a lot. It wasn't the long term solution for me because I haven't done it in a long time, and and maybe I could see myself going back to using the cave in mm-hmm. some scenarios. But um, I've been reading this one book called "Walking Through Anger," and it has changed my life. I started reading it the day after I got carried out of that rest of that bar by my friend. Right oh after man, that freak yeah. out. I started. I went online and I started. Re- I, I Google searched the best anger management books, and I started reading the number one. Uh, one on the list and I got through the whole intro and at the end and it said, and if you give in to Christ, you will also and I was like, God, <laughs> God damn it. You know, no pun intended. But you know, <laughs> nothing against religion at all, but but I don't need to pray the anger away. Yeah. No. I need tools to help me do this. So I found, I went to the second book and that was Walking Through Anger. And this book was profound. There's three things that um, you have to do when you're angry and this is what I try to do every time and and this is the one big thing that the book really instilled so first off I want you to picture a person that you Do not get along with You know someone you really really don't like and listen please you do the same I want you to picture Someone who you have been at odds with, and that you think it is impossible to see eye to eye with that person. Um, and I definitely i can i can easily p- close my eyes and picture this person. I, can, I there's one person that really comes to mind when thinking of this person. I'm not going to say that name here, but but I have a person, and every time you come into contact with that person, you know this this in this hypothetical, it's going to be. You, we need to change the the narrative to being that we're against each other in this anger and we need to find a way to work together to get through this anger and the three things you have to do to do that with that person is listen validate and explore options hmm. so if you actually but you this the hardest thing you can do the hardest thing you have to do to a person that you loathe is listen to them. You real like honestly think about all of the things that have happened in their life leading up to this moment. Why right. are they so annoying to you? Why do why are they the person that they are? What have they been through? What experiences have they gone through? And this is really just hyper empathy right, is really putting yourself in someone else's shoes, trying to be ultra empathetic and trying to really see where your enemy in this scenario, you know, I don't want to call them enemy, where, where your, your partner in this freak out is coming from. And if you can listen to them and you can truly understand maybe where they're coming from, they're saying, I hate you. You're because you're, uh, uh, annoying, right? A really hard thing to do would be to validate that and be like, I can see why you would think I'm annoying. Mm-hmm. And that alone is already going to make them see that you're not working against them. You've now joined with them and you're now moving towards one common goal. You're saying, I can see why you think I'm annoying. I disagree with you, but I can see where you're coming from. And just doing that alone is going to help you with so much conflict and it's helped me so many times. And, and I still fail at this a lot of times. I, I, I'm like, gosh... Why did I, why did I flip that guy off who cut me off when I was ru- I was running the other day and a car blew through a stop sign and I flipped him off and I so I was like yes he could have hit me but why did I flip him off to like antagonize him that would have made him come back maybe and then I'm in a fight you know I need to stay in my lane the the, the and the hardest thing to do with this is really removing your ego from these situations if mm-hmm. you can remove your ego and just take a step back, kind of do have this like little out of body experience where you take a step back and look at the situation as as a whole and and really just analyze the situation itself without putting yourself in it, you can make these decisions a lot easier. So you validate. You say, hey, I can understand why you think I'm annoying, um, but here's where I'm coming from. Maybe you explain yourself a little bit. If they can validate, that'd be great, but um, you can't rely on that. You have to be the person that can do these things. And then the third thing you can do is explore options. At this point, you this person hates you or whatever. They think you're annoying. They don't want to talk to you. There's a few options here. And we can talk. And if you say those options out loud, you give them options. You're going to find yourself in a lot better situation than going back and forth. Well, you said this. No, I said this. No, you said this. No, I said this. Well, I meant it like this. And you're going back and forth and talking about stuff. And just, you're just it,
0: getting nowhere. And you're yeah. just going in
1: circles. Instead, it's, look, let's stop arguing. Here are our options. I can We can stop talking to each other right now. Okay, I can go over here. I won't, we we just, we won't bug each other anymore. Okay, let's just keep our distance. We can take some time and cool off and come back to this. Okay, and that's a very mature thing for you to be like, hey, I need some time. I need to go over here. I need to cool off because I am not in a place or a space right now to be able to talk to you. I just can't do it. Or, you know, maybe we're in a place right now that we can talk. Every situation is different, and every situation has its own different options. But, but I have found that listening, validating, and exploring options has helped me with my anger immensely in any conflict that I have. And that's, those three things alone are, are, are one of the biggest reasons that, that I have not had a huge freakout in over a year now. You know, so I only do. I only know that, though. And I and that's the thing that works for me. I yeah. don't know what, what, what's going to work for everybody else.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it, it's 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 different for everybody. And like like there's general advice that I think everybody can follow. I mean, like, obviously, if there are toxic people in your life like, you know, do your best to take steps to, to distance yourself. I mean, y- even online with stuff, if somebody is being an asshole to you on like Facebook or something just block them like mm-hmm. you don't always have to interact with these people who are trying to make you angry
1: having you in their life is not a privilege exactly people, people do not just nat hundred percent without any explanation get to have you in their life even if it's family members you can cut my toxic people out of your life
0: yeah my 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 cousin I don't like him. Like I don't really like him. Uh, I don't think he'll ever hear this. Uh, but uh, uh, if you if you if you do, you you know who I'm talking about because we're not friends on Facebook anymore. Uh, but <laughs> literally, it was like it, like he, he just posted all this stuff that was just like stuff that I would see just, uh, morally and, against what you. Believe, yeah, I was like, this is I'm so assuming. like yeah, like I was like, this is so against everything I believe in. Just in general, I'm like, this guy. He just says the most irritating stuff and I was just like wait I don't have to be friends with him he's my cousin I barely see him eh. and so I just unfriended him and I was like I, I'm gonna, i I'm gonna take this person who is I see their stuff and it makes me upset and angry well I'll just get rid of the stuff and mm-hmm. I'll move on and you know like it, it, there, are, there are thankfully in the internet side of things there are steps you can take to, to remove these people and like remove these things that make you angry. And in real life, sometimes that means just going, you know what? Hey, we're done. And you and you walk away. And, and that's like, a healthy decision yeah. to make sometimes. Don't, because if you try to just feed back, if you try to match it, I mean, you're just meeting fire with fire and you're burning the whole building down. I mean, that's why you
1: listen and validate.
0: Yeah. Like you you go like, all right, you know, if you're going to be angry and pissy, like I'm I'm done. I'm just going to leave.
1: Yeah. I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. Do your political views not align? That was a
0: that was a big thing, uh, and like just some of the the stuff they would say. So like I'd be like, this is ridiculous. So
1: there's so many people who's you know there, there's so much divisiveness right with politics. Right, Trump and Biden, and and those are just huge trigger words for a lot of people. Yeah, and um, I think the listening and validating part of that could save a lot of problems if you really are empathetic to see where somebody's coming from. It's like, oh, you, I can see why you think this because this is where you get all of your information from. Um, you know, I don't know, I don't want to get too deep right. into that. we're we're running out of time here, but but, oh, I'm just gonna cut myself off right there. Just listen, validate, um, explore options with with these people who you have conflict with. Um, try to be empathetic and try to understand, where they're coming from, maybe w- what their upbringing was like, mm-hmm. what, um, where they're getting their information from.
0: And that doesn't mean you have to agree with them, just understand it.
1: And it also, at the end of the day, does not mean you have to continue to work exactly. with them. You can cut people out. Exactly. That is okay, too. So I hope everybody finds the strength that I feel like I've found in the last mm. year or so. i still got a lot of work to do, because don't get me wrong, I still get angry, but that's okay, because... Being angry is human,
0: right? It, it, it's okay to be angry, and it's
1: also okay to manage that anger. <laughs> so, Craig, I'm gonna challenge you to something before we end
0: this episode. Bring it on, hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> Besides that, uh, all
1: right. Go to therapy, dude.
0: I, yeah, I gotta. This is your I sign. I really have to. I know. No, no, no. This, this is, is your it. sign. I gotta. do it. I want it. you
1: to make a promise right here, because I know you want to do it. Say it. I'm gonna go to therapy. You're going to. <laughs> I'm going to go to therapy. Yes. When are you going to sign up? When are you going to? When are you going to reach out? It's Tuesday okay. today.
0: Are they open on the weekends? Uh,
1: I think. Yeah, I think so. Saturday. Saturday.
0: Saturday. I'll set up the. Can I do it online? Can I set up an appointment online?
1: I followed. I did mine online, but then I, it kind of messed up. So I called them to follow up, and then they. Uh, it was. It took me two seconds. It was so quick.
0: Okay, I'll do the same. If it messes up, I'll call them. I'll do it. On, I'll, I'll do it on Saturday. I'll. I'll. I'll set it up online. Because I know the place you went to, so.
1: Okay. I'm going to follow up with you on Saturday. Mm. Awesome. That makes me so Let's happy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Woo! Everybody, thanks for listening to One Word Stories. This has been the show where we take one word, anger, and let it inspire the stories we tell. Shout out to Ginsburg Jewelers for sponsoring that True Love and Three Lies Today segment. <laughs> yeah! A yeah. <I> bamboozled, yeah. <laughs> bamboozled. If you want to support this show and other shows like it, please feel free to, uh, feel free to, to subscribe. To LAS Plus, go to lasmediagroup.com slash plus to get started. You're gonna get all sorts of bonus stuff, and that hair on your back will grow back. Listen to Game of the Generations. Listen to the Game. <laughs> listen to Game Through the Generations. Do it. Go check out Creative Crap with
0: Craig. I I I want to do something different with that show, but there are episodes on there, and they're
1: great. It's on hiatus, but really, Game Through the Generations is a passion that's my project. Baby. I right love now. that one. Yeah, that's, that's a really great show about video games. So good. Jackson Parker, uh, who's my brother from another another mother loveliest loveliest man i love him so much i love him so much and i love you so much dude i love you thanks for coming on the show and talking about this this is really vulnerable today will you stick around for the post show (sighs) yes
0: yeah (laughs) so if you are an
1: las plus subscriber we're going to see you over here in a couple minutes in the exclusive one word stories las plus post show for everybody else we will talk to you next week later nerds later hey I got one last question for the listener sitting right there mowing your lawn driving your car going to bed sitting on the toilet whatever you're doing my question for you is what's your word
0: Mango Mustache Media.